This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show brought to you by your friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting and hosted by your friends at the Phoenix Fire Department. My name is Allie Party. I'm a public information specialist with the Phoenix Fire Department's Public Affairs Division, and I am joined here by my good friend, Captain Kenny Overton. Hey, thanks for having me, Allie. Thank you for joining me, Kenny. It's always a pleasure. So today we are, you know, we're sitting here, we're in the air conditioning. It's nice. It's nice in the AC. Yes. And we are slowly but surely wrapping up summertime. And it has been a very busy and fun summer working here in the city of Phoenix, you know, serving the customers and getting all the pertinent information out. But, you know, as we look back on what this summer has been like, you know, let's talk about what we've accomplished and things that we've, you know, we're, tr- we're trying to get out there. We're trying to resonate with folks and what we are continuing also. We absolutely had a really productive summer. You're absolutely correct. Um, man, with our Drowning Zero program, uh, we rolled that out this year because we noticed, hey, there's an alarming uptick in water safety incidents. And so we created an entirely new program to combat that. That was a combination of media messaging, public education, community partnerships. Absolutely. And I would say that we got the message out in a way that we haven't in quite some time and hopefully to good effect. Obviously, we'll see what all the numbers look like at the end of the summer. Um, but I, we're going to keep pushing that message to get these drownings down to zero. That is our goal in the city of Phoenix, zero drownings. Absolutely. And I think it goes without saying that, you know, water safety incidents and drownings are not only in the summertime. And, you know, it. we focus on it because, you know, schools are out and the kids are at home and there's more of a chance of having those water safety incidents. But we talk about it all the time. Drownings don't just happen in pools. They happen in bathtubs. They happen in buckets. You know, we have media inquiries all the time about, you know, where are these drownings? When are they fatal? When are they not? And it, it's literally, you cannot predict a drowning. It could happen to a child. It could happen to a senior, you know, we, we talk we talk about it all the time. Two inches of water is fatal. Absolutely. And I heard somebody say it. I, I can't recall who, who said this to me, but they said the drowning doesn't take a vacation. And so you might be at a pool, like at a mm. friend's house or the, the children might be with in some new place to them. Yeah. And drownings are still a risk there. So I think the, the, the efforts we made to get the messaging out so that people are more aware, I think it had a positive impact. And uh, we're we're going to uh, ensure that we keep this message going throughout the year. Absolutely. And, you know, we have our friends over at the Phoenix Firefighters Charities that have their pool fence program. And, you know, families that are eligible can go on their website and try to apply to get a grant for a pool fence. It, it doesn't it, obviously nothing, you know, it's a substitution to watching your kids around water at all times. But having those extra layers of protection are extremely beneficial. A pool fence having, you know, an extra lock on your door, what have you, you know. So can you talk about those extra, you know, safety features that we talk about when it comes to pool or water safety with families? Sure. The extra features are just that. They're extra. Um, The number one thing you can do is watch your children around water. And so what I mean by that is I was having a conversation with some of our colleagues in public affairs and it's not just watching your kids when they're around water. It's watching your kids all the time, mm-hmm. and especially when there's access to water. Yeah. So it's not enough, in my opinion, to just designate one person to watch the kids around water. Mm-hmm. It's everyone's job. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's everyone's job to protect our children and to watch them around water. I know that when I have people over my pool, there's constant headcounts going on. Yeah. And I'm I'm checking with other adults at the pool. Like, hey, did you did you, you your kids? You got them? Everybody? Mm-hmm. You see everyone? Is yeah. everyone in the right place? So I, I do believe it's everyone's job. Um, the extra things, the pool fences, the, those are helpful. High locks on doors. Yeah. Uh, to ensure that small children can't get their way out. Uh, some other things I've seen are the nets on some pools. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all extra devices that are made to assist mm-hmm. with the real thing, which is watching your kids around water. And, you know, all of those things are great. And, you know, it comes at a cost, you know, getting whatever pool fence or extra lock and all that type of stuff. Education is such an important component to this. You know, we throughout the summer, the Phoenix Fire Department and our partners at, you know, whether it be different city council members or whether it be the parks and recreation folks. But we have come together and we've put together awesome pool parties where we have folks from our fire department demonstrating the importance and uh, the importance and how easy it is to learn CPR and that stuff goes so far and whether it be you know signing up for a CPR class or putting your little kids in swimming lessons those are things that can you know really make a difference my hats off to the city for putting together these pool parties because they got a lot of resources into these places that a lot of people could see them in a very short period of time the CPR lessons like you talked about um, there was people that would come up to us afterwards and said they had never learned CPR, mm-hmm. and this was really beneficial to them. The swim lessons that the city offers, yeah. this gives children the confidence to be in the pool and be able to get in and get out, and the parents the confidence that their their children can swim. Like There's been a lot of resources put into this water safety effort this year, and I'm proud to have been a part of it. Well, it's really cool to look back when you know we're wrapping up the end of July, we're walking into August, and we look at launching, you know, April Pools Day was our mock drowning the day we kicked off Drowning Zero in that campaign. You know, that was a collective effort from, you know, the fire department, from the city council folks. And then on top of that, bringing in our fire union, we all came together. We stood by the pool at the Point Tapatio and we hosted a mock drowning. And yes, I was a crisis actress in that. It wasn't my best work, but I tried my best. I did not. I did not study any type of theater but you might you might question it when you see the video that is posted on our social media but we all came together and we put together a mock drowning that was it was very scary to think about that actually being real and to see the firefighters walk in and how PD arrived first and they transferred the care to the firefighters and how dramatic that was and it was it was fake and it's for those of you listening at home this was something we did at the Point Tapatio Cliffs yes. Hotel mm-hmm. And we let the people at the pool know we were doing a mock drowning. Yeah. And afterwards, they came up to us and they said, you told us this was a simulated event and it felt so real. Yeah. There was people that were literally like shaking, talking to us. And uh, it's we don't we're not trying to scare anybody straight. But at the same time, we want them to know, like, these are the potential consequences that could happen if a child drowns. Correct. And I think, you know. Sadly, you know, it's too often heard that, you know, drownings are silent and it happens so quick and two seconds is too long. And, you know, thankfully, we have that partnership with the Hilton at the Point Tapatio that we've had these mock drownings in the past because to 
host something that intense and scary goes to show you how quickly a drowning can happen even when you're at a resort pool and people are all sitting around the pool sunbathing or at the bar getting a drink or servers are walking around and you take your eyes away from the pool for two seconds that is it was a scary reminder and a big thank you to the point tapatio for hosting it for us and to all the community partners Mm -hmm. um srp for printing the flyers the diamondbacks for donating money towards swim lessons Mm -hmm. it goes to show how important this was to the entire community that we achieve this vision of drowning zero. Absolutely. And all of that information can be found at phoenix.gov forward slash fire under the drowning safety, drowning prevention, drowning zero tab. And, you know, like Kenny was saying, or Captain Overton was saying about SRP, they have these awesome water watcher tags that you can download and print. So when you do have a pool party, you have something tactile for someone to hold or wear so they know that they're watching the kids around water. I mean, it was 4th of July. We were at my mom's house and there was maybe maybe six six or eight of us in the pool two of those being you know two twin boys that are under the age of four and I was saying to my sister's best friend the mom of those boys I was like I would not want any more people in this pool because we have just enough to we're all in the pool we all have eyes on them but there's just enough to be distracted at the same time and so you know Wrapping up this summer, I, I feel I feel proud and confident of what we've accomplished. But, you know, there's p- still plenty of work to do plenty when it comes to, to drowning. So, you know, that was one big accomplishment we got started and, you know, still working on this summer leading into fall. You know, we see it all the time. Mountain rescues. The extreme heat in Phoenix is no joke. But the city launched the pilot program, officially put it into effect. So those two very popular And very, you know, strenuous trails in Phoenix are closed when it surpasses 105 or the National Weather Service goes ahead and officiates an uh, extreme heat. Absolutely. And I think there was a really great response from the public and and also from our members on the fire department. People saw that the trails were closed and and they stayed off them. Mm -hmm. And our firefighters um, were better for it. They didn't have to expose themselves to the extreme uh, dangers of the heat. Um, at that same time, we completed a lot of mountain rescues this summer and the fire department, that's our job. We are here to make people safe and if they need our help to call us for it. But we're very pleased to see that the public at large really just took to the messaging like, okay, it Mm -hmm. is too hot. We are going to stay off these trails during these temperatures. Absolutely. And, you know, working in our public affairs shop, it is one of my biggest asks to communicate those extreme heat days so people know when those trails are being closed. And, you know, the messaging is working. It's resonating with people. They know that if there is an excessive heat watch or excessive heat warning in effect, those trails are going to be closed between whatever hours so they know to go early and we we try to tell people all the time you know go early go prepared go hydrated all all of those you know safety tips but Mm -hmm. the numbers really back it up we've been getting tons and tons of media inquiries about the trail closures and mountain rescues because you know our PIOs do such a great job of when there are mountain rescues they post about it they talk about it and so it it, it was just a recent news story that um, I want to say it was 3TV that reached out and asked for the numbers but from 2021 January 1st to July 22nd, Phoenix Fire had 157 mountain rescues. So year to date, now comparing this year to last year, we had 157 mountain rescues. This year, we had 126. That's a 20% reduction. 
It's working. That's great. Yeah. And those are obviously on Phoenix trails alone. But to, you know, slowly but surely that messaging is going to resonate. You know, a lot of the time, unfortunately, you know, people come to Phoenix for our beautiful scenery, the awesome hiking. So maybe they're not following our social media or maybe they're not, you know, hearing the news reports of those trails being closed. So over time, you know, I, I we can probably imagine that those numbers are only going to get better. And if you're not following our social media, this is a great time to do so. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, Phoenix yes. Fire Department. Yeah. And, you know, it's you get awesome photos and visuals of, you know, the different incidents that the firefighters are responding to. But on top of that, it's awesome information, whether it's drowning prevention or heat safety or car seat events and all sorts of community, you know, action. We work so often with our partners at police or our folks at the fire union. We're always working together to try and protect our community. So please follow us, tune in, all those types of things. Yes, come follow us so we can get you the information you need when you need it. Absolutely. Well, Captain Overton, the time always flies by. This was too so quick. much fun. It was too fast. Thank you for joining me. Happy, um, you know, back to school. You're probably going to be sending a little one back here soon. Yep, we got school starting very soon here. And uh, parents, congratulations. We all made it through the summer and back to the school year. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, happy end of summer to everyone. Thank you for joining in today. It's always a pleasure. I'm Allie Party, signing off. Have a great Sunday.